Howard. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carroll to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. All the Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic riddler. Breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour Breaking News Center. WSB. Depend on it. Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. Now it's time for Jamie Dupree, the most connected man in D.C. on the Sean Hannity Show. All right, he's the most connected man in Washington, D.C., the man with the answers. I guess after Labor Day, I guess the... uh... I guess they come back from their month-long hiatus. How are you? More than month-long. They've been gone for, uh, they'll have been gone by that time for almost six weeks, the Congress. Yeah. So, yes, they won't be back till next week. But I didn't miss them. Oh, no, I don't think most of America does, though. When I, when we hear them in a few weeks say that they had, have not had enough time to complete work on the federal budget and other items, uh, I will try not to giggle too loudly in the background <laughs> when they're saying that at a news conference. <laughs> because it's like anything. Just imagine if your boss told you that the deadline for your project was October 1, and you were gone from about uh, August 1 to September 8, and then you said, well, you need more time because you weren't able to get it done. The boss probably wouldn't look too funnily about that but you know the bosses in this case the voters they've allowed the congress to get to this point because we have not finished the work the budget work of congress on time was supposed to be done by the end of september every year and that has not happened since 1996 when the republicans did it and 1994 when the democrats did otherwise mm-hmm. we just blow through that deadline and go to the stopgap temporary budgets every year here in the congress so by the time i come on tv tonight it's expected that some 7,000 pages of Hillary emails are going to be released yep. by the State Department. I heard 9 o'clock tonight. Is that what you heard? Yeah, that's a, that's what they told us about 9 at the State Department yep. briefing today. The, the other thing that they said is that about 150 of those emails supposedly are going to have portions of them blacked out. Because the information, some of that information in them now is considered yeah, to they're be saying classified. Now. How much now. of it was classified then? Zero is what they say. I don't believe reporters, it. Well, reporters went over that over and over again with the spokesman today, Mark Toner. And he said, and I've got in my scribbled notes here several times, uh, the information was not marked as classified at the time it was sent to Hillary Clinton when she was Secretary of State. Uh, reporters pressed even more, and we got answers like, well, it's not black and white. It's not an exact science. They're going through all these emails in a deliberative way. But that will be the one of the things, obviously, in the wake of some of the questions about should A, because you've got this unusual outside email server set up, which we now know that basically nobody else was doing, that if you've got sensitive information going through that, does that violate the standing rules and the policies of the State Department? The State Department's answer continues to be that it was not marked as classified at the time it was sent. Unbelievable. Doesn't mean you have to believe it, but that's what their answer is. Well, there's a couple of things not working in Hillary's favor. All right, so it's going to be a document dump tonight. And yes, 9 p.m. Eastern. All right, so we'll do our best to get some of it on the air as best we can. It's hard when it's a document dump and the 7,000 pages of it. Um, but she's got a report. There's a report out in the Washington Free Beacon that an A-team at the FBI, their A-team, is spearheading what they're calling the extremely serious investigation into Hillary Clinton's private email system specifically focusing on a provision of the Espionage Act regarding the, quote, gathering, transmitting, or of losing defense information, according to intelligence sources. And according to the national security attorney, Edward McMahon, uh, Jr., a violation of the Espionage Act would constitute a felony. Under subsection F, the documents relate, any documents that relate to national defense, meaning very closely held information, somebody in the government with a clearance, 
and need to know basis, then delivered that information to someone not entitled to receive it or otherwise moved it from where it was supposed to be lawfully held is in violation of that law. That's 18 U.S.C. Section 793. That's a big deal. Now well, it's talk- interesting because we've got like dueling things out there. I've seen stories and opinion pieces from people who are very, uh, you know, very familiar with this kind of thing who say it's clear Hillary Clinton's going to be in trouble. Then there were stories over the weekend, and there was a piece in the AP this afternoon. Here's the headline from the AP. No criminal trouble seen for Clinton in connection with now classified info sent over email while Secretary of State. And they quote at length uh, the woman who was the prosecutor against David Petraeus, saying that this is a totally different thing. So I don't know what to think right now, other than I still believe when you have FBI involved in an investigation, it's simply not good. Because, look, I think today's a perfect example, Sean. Regardless of whether she gets in, in, in trouble, trouble in this or not, the political trouble that's here is that we've got another batch of these emails coming out tonight, and we're spending a lot of time talking about this and not really paying any attention to, you know, we're not talking about, like, Hillary Clinton made a proposal today on student loans or something like that, or talked about the, uh, you know, oil or something like that. We're not talking about that. We're talking about this whole email thing. And at the end of every month, from now until the end of January, we're going to repeat that as we get another uh, batch of Clinton emails released from her time as Secretary of State. Oh, I'm telling you, and I don't think this is going away anytime soon. The latest poll numbers have come out, and, you know, she's not faring very well, particularly well in Iowa. Bernie Sanders is closing in there. It's 37-30, 14% going to Biden. And and remember, Sanders is winning in New Hampshire right now. Yeah, well, let's. which poll do you believe in Iowa? Because uh, The the latest one. Well, we've had two polls in the last four days. One had Hillary Clinton ahead by 34, one had her ahead by seven. What do you, which poll do you think the media is talking about the most? Obviously, the one by seven. Well, the one by seven is the Des Moines Register Bloomberg poll, which is fairly credible. They know their state as well as anybody. Well, then, then there's a lot of people paying attention to the Monmouth poll today on the Republican side, right, that has mm-hmm. it tied between Trump and, and, and Ben Carson. Well, the Monmouth poll on the Democratic side the other day was the one that had Hillary Clinton ahead by 34. So I only offer that up to just say, remember uh, that sometimes, you know, one poll might be an outlier, one poll might not be. The seven-point thing, Hillary Clinton has not led in Iowa by less than about 30 points. In that, that's what makes it significant. Time. Or it could be an outlier. That's, I just raised that. I'm not trying to say I, that. I, well, if you look at the Republican side of the poll, it, it would tell me that it's not an outlier because it has Trump at 23, Ben Carson, who has been surging at 18. Then if you look, they also had first choice, second choice combined. Both of them have 32 percent. Ted Cruz in third with 18 percent. Interestingly, they picked up Carly Fiorina's surge at 16 percent, but only 5 percent make her, her their first choice. But 11% yeah, own, like her for the second choice. My only point is is that we can pick and choose. I don't think we should downplay that Hillary Clinton might be in trouble, but I'd still like to see another poll from Iowa to show exactly this. The The Monmouth poll on the Republican side had it even closer than the Des Moines Register poll. They had it tied between Trump and Ben Carson. And I find that really interesting because Ben Carson has literally, I think I read today, he's only been in Iowa like three days this month or something like that. He certainly is not getting anywhere near the attention in the news media that Donald Trump has been. And I just wonder, are we starting to go through that same cycle that we had four years ago where people come up and then they go back down. Or, or is that I, what I think we're to I see think here? we're definitely going to have a lot of that. There are a couple other things that I don't think bode well for Hillary. Ed Rendell, a very strong Clinton supporter, supporter said she should have turned over the server at the start. Uh, Sanders and O'Malley 
furious about the Democratic Party and the Democratic Party not having many debates and delaying the debates. Kathleen Willey, I think this could be a factor. I think other women may come out as well. Hillary wrote the book on terrorizing women. You now see all over New York, although these signs keep getting stolen, Hillary for prison signs that have been showing up. Um, she might be getting the Democratic elite to support her, but it, she doesn't seem to have the rank and file supporting her. No, it is, uh, I, I think that what we have is, again, what we've talked about. She doesn't excite the Democratic rank and file like maybe other candidates could. But really, this who else does? Is anybody else that might jump into this race? Could anybody gather that kind of fire we've talked about it maybe elizabeth warren is just i think elizabeth is probably it i don't think biden i think he'll have an initial serve and i think he'd go back down to earth i don't think he's that particularly likable and uh anyway on the republican side did you see that jeb bush called uh, donald trump a jerk well uh, uh trump went after him went after jeb today again with another little instagram video and has been very effective at uh, just jabbing 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 at jeb bush i think the bush team still sort of searching for that right kind of potion in a sense right kind of strategy on what they do with donald trump i'm not sure they know what to do with donald trump really uh i saw bobby jindal today said some of the effect he think that trump's summer fling is coming to an end I'm not so sure about that. I don't, but, I don't see that happen. There's no evidence of that. Well, when suddenly, uh, I mean, he's still in the lead in this new poll in Iowa, but certainly to be tied by Ben Carson, that's a big, big deal that we have. It's the first time in like six weeks or so that Trump is not the clear leader in a state, in a poll, something like this. But again, only one poll. We'll have to see what else is there. Trump. I never I, saw I, Iowa as, as the constituency for Trump. I mean, historically, I mean, this is a state that Mike Huckabee won. This is a state that Rick Santorum won. Well, that's why what's interesting, if you dig into the Monmouth poll today and sort of take a look at it as to where the voters are coming from for Trump, that's part of the interesting part of it. Trump is winning, actually, most of his support from more moderate to liberal voters who prefer Trump. Uh, he is getting some support among Tea Party types and conservatives, but he's uh, clearly the big leader in moderate to liberal voters. So it means that you have Carson and Cruz and others who are splitting up sort of the Tea Party and, and evangelical and, and others. But Trump is able, he's the one candidate that is sort of across the board in all the areas of the Republican Party, liberal, moderate, conservative, and very conservative, which is sort of interesting when you think about it. He's winning every Republican demographic group, they say, uh, in this Monmouth poll. You know, it's fascinating. The Democrats on Friday put out a statement supporting the Black Lives Matter movement, and the very next day, Black Lives Matter movement people started chanting this uh, this uh, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. Pigs in a blanket, on how active and aggressive Black Lives Matter sort of supporters, the group, the hierarchy and more, how aggressive they plan to be, not only against Democrats, but maybe against some Republicans as well. You know, this is the kind of thing that I'm sure Republicans are just sort of waiting for to try to attach the uh, Democrats and especially Hillary Clinton to as much as they possibly can. And I don't know. I just get the sense that even though uh, so far Hillary Clinton has not had a big falling out with them, that there's there's a little friction there that uh, that is yet to be explored. But the but we'll DNC see. went on record supporting them. 
You know, well, think, sure, think yeah. of I what don't all... think anybody's going to say that they're against them, and and the Republicans what? at every opportunity they'll they'll use that and try to find something that uh, this group says, whether it's just like that bite that you played there or something else in the future. Or, I fully or, that's or, all part of the playbook. Yeah, Lord, listen to what happened with Governor O'Malley. I mean, Governor O'Malley, all he said was "Black Lives Matter, White Lives Matter, All Lives Matter," and he was excoriated. Just oh yeah, I mean we've seen. I mean look they they uh they they really gave him a problem and they certainly gave Bernie Sanders a problem. They have not really done that to Hillary Clinton as yet. Their one little showdown came behind closed doors, not out in the open at a campaign event. Oh, but it's coming. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Uh, all right, what else you got happening? What are we expecting on this Iran vote? Tell me a timeline. There's apparently going to be a, a Trump cruise rally in D.C. on September the 9th. The 9th, yes. And uh, they'll be back the 8th, and the the debate will begin right away. The only issue right now is that what the Democrats are doing still is, is sort of an announcement every other day or so of another Democrat who's supporting the deal. Jeff Merkley of Oregon was number 31 in the Senate yesterday. We expect somebody else to announce tomorrow and then maybe another later in the week. The Democrats very confident at this point, Sean, that they will have more than enough votes in the House and the Senate to stop any veto override of the resolution of disapproval. But I think they really feel like they're picking up internal momentum and might get enough votes to actually filibuster the resolution of disapproval. The argument that the leadership is going to make is you can either stand with President Obama on this or you can go join the Trump cruise rally against the deal. Unbelievable. All right, Jamie Dupree, it's getting interesting out there. So you're saying we have a few more days that we don't have to hold our wallets till they get back. <laughs> yes, they'll be back on the 8th, and then it's a very fractured month uh, uh, because we got the Pope, we got the vote on the Iran deal. Uh, the when debate is the Pope in the coming in? Uh, he's here in D.C. to speak to a joint session on the 24th of September. It's you know who invited me to, and, and this is a highly coveted seat, I was invited to go see it. I just don't think I can because I got so much going on, but I, otherwise I would love to do it. But a congressman, No, it's a big deal. I mean, that's like one of the most coveted seats out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and every member is being besieged for their one ticket. Their one this. ticket. I was yeah, offered exactly. that one ticket, but I don't know if I want to take it because I've got so much going on. And then if I, last minute, what if I can't go? I hear you loud and clear. And you know what it's like in this business. A lot of last minute stuff. Especially for you, yeah. my and friend. And by the way, yes. thanks, Hillary. She first said, oh, we're going to release him at <laughs> six. Now we're releasing him at nine. And uh, probably yeah. it'll be at 11 as soon as Hannity goes off the air. That, I'm sure they're worried about you, yes. Don't you think? Absolutely. Yeah, though they know I can't read through 7,000 pages an hour before airtime. Get air your time. crack staff moving, my friend. Well, forget the crack staff. I can't read 1,000 pages in an hour. I don't care how hard I try. We'll run through them tomorrow. We'll see you then, buddy. I can read a book in two hours, but I can't do that. All right, thank you, sir. 800-941-SEAN, our number. You know, it's funny. Look at Jason. He's got his, he's got his mohawk going on. Uh, we have Ethan over here. He's wearing, he's answering the phones today. Ethan, he, you use the executive blade like I do, right? From Dollar Shave Club. It's amazing. I'm, I, I've never had a better shave. And Lauren, you shave every day, you said, right? Yes, it's an amazing shave. Do not be fooled, ladies. You do not but need those But you don't those shave frilly... a mustache like us. Of course not. I use it for my legs. You don't need those frilly pink razors. All right. What about your underarms? Do you shave them too? Way too much information. Exactly. <laughs> Keep it exactly. moving. All right, no, but I shave, and I, you know, in the old days, I don't know, I, I would use a shave a razor and it'd get so old, you know, I even remember getting, what, rust on it. Anyway, some people don't use, now I use a fresh blade every week, and uh, I got to tell you something, I don't know why I used to torture myself with a disgusting old blade for weeks and weeks. 
I guess maybe I didn't want to shell out the 20 bucks for a pack of new ones, but Dollar Shave Club has changed all of that for me. I have the best blade I've ever used with the convenience of it delivered to my house at a price that's cheaper than I've ever had. And Dollar Shave Club delivers the whole sleeve of amazing razors for just a few bucks. I pop in a fresh blade whenever I want. So you can upgrade to shaving with a fresh blade anytime you want. It's such a luxury. It's a third of the price. So join me and millions of others, everybody on the Hannity program. Join the dollarshaveclub.com today. By the way, you only pay for what you buy. You don't have to pay to be a member. That's dollarshaveclub.com. And don't forget their other great products like Dr. Carver's Shave Butter. You'll never use shaving cream again. Sean Hannity. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.